It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. Sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Social Joey, the social media experts that provide a hyper-local presence for your franchise. More info at SocialJoey.com. And now, here's your host, Pam Curry. Hello, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio. And um, as our listeners know, this is a platform for bringing together franchise professionals and resources for the purpose of connecting, educating, and collaborating to serve the franchise community and franchise consumer. Uh, and we have a wealth of knowledge in the studio. Uh, so really looking forward to introducing our guests. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to start off in the studio. <clears throat> and by the way, let me just preface this. These are not just faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say that? Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and snap away. <laughs> Larry, welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show. Give us a little intro on yourself. Uh, Larry Duckworth, I'm a facilitator, coach, and also a co-area developer for the Alternative Board TAB franchise here in northern Georgia. Really looking forward to hearing about that. And a little bit of, uh, I guess, a little secret. Um, Many, many, many moons ago, I looked into TAB. Mm -hmm. I love the business model and concept. So I'm looking forward to sharing with our listeners what that's about. Excellent. Uh, Eric, welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show. Hello. Hello. I feel like we've known each other virtually, so it's so nice to, to put a face. Finally get a face-to-face. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, and I just want to share with our listeners, because a little bit about Eric here, uh, Eric comes to us from Franchise Gator, and he has actually been with Franchise Gator since October of 2005. Started in sales and is now the general manager, uh, a position he's held since January of 2014. Prior to that, he knows what it means to be in the role of a franchisee. He owned a tanning salon in Roswell, Georgia, and also worked for the corporate headquarters, helping to expand in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, So basically had a minor role in franchise sales. uh, And... Admittedly so, a little bit of a man after my own heart, because he's from Philadelphia. Uh, Go Eagles, right? Um, (laughs) Love it. Go Birds. (laughs) Go Birds. Uh, But but you've been here since 2001. Uh, You currently live in East Cobb, married with two children and a gorgeous 11-year-old girl and 10-year-old boy. Yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah, they're they're probably keeping you busy, too. You know it. (laughs) Close in age. That's almost like Irish twins. 14 months, hmm. 14 months apart, they, they keep us busy. <laughs> yeah. the, the girl, the preteen years, they're making me sweat a little bit. Uh, yeah, lucky you. Yeah. I remember those years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, um, let's kind of kick it off with sharing with our listeners about Franchise Gator. Tell us about Franchise Gator. So we're a destination, online destination for those interested in investing in a franchise opportunity. Um, we, we cater to two different crowds, essentially. Our, our, the advertisers on Franchise Gator, those are our paying customers. Um, these are the people who are looking to find new franchisees, looking to develop territories. Um, but probably more of our, our focus and, and, and more of our passion lies in the people who are actually using the site, visiting the site. These are the people who are 
interested in entrepreneurship, interested uh, in entrepreneurship by way of franchising. Um, so, you know, we like to uh, think of ourselves as a leading destination for those interested in buying a, a franchise opportunity. We have hundreds of opportunities to sift through, and you can sort through them by industry, by investment level, uh, by geography. And um, we, we offer a wealth of information, a wealth of content to uh, assist people on their journey, all in an effort to, to really just introduce them to opportunities that they might not otherwise come across. There, there's about 4,000 opportunities mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not all on Franchise Gator, but you know, uh, to, to sit there simply with one search engine and, and try and find the right opportunity, it's not exactly going to be um, uh, an easy uh, uh, tour for you. So you know, we're one platform that helps you sift through a lot of the clutter. Well said, and and you're right. What if you're talking close to four four thousand concept brands out there over seventy five different industry categories, and to be able to have a go to portal to really sift through and identify, hey, what are some businesses that I might want to consider? Yeah, and we like to tell people we're we're going to get you in front of opportunities that you might not have otherwise heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people drive up and down the street and. They recognize recognize a lot of the the major brands that are out there, but that's the tip of the iceberg. As you know, mm-hmm. like I said, there's four thousand brands. Most people, if they sat down with a pen and paper, could probably name ten ten percent of that. Absolutely. Uh, so it doesn't mean that there's not uh, a whole wealth of other opportunities out there that might fit the bill for them. So there's more to franchising than just fast food. Absolutely. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, let's talk a little bit about this. So, so how does someone know if a business is right for them? Well, I, I really think uh, there's a lot of factors, and, and it really just starts with passion. Um, are you passionate about the brand? And if we're talking specifically about franchising, that's what you're buying into. You're buying into a brand, um, an established brand. This is uh, you're working with a team that has uh, built uh, a core product or service. And what they want is they want to they want to expand that team by way of franchising, and so you're buying into uh, a proven model. What what is hopefully a successful model? Absolutely. And um, I believe that a prospective franchisee really understands if they're buying into the right opportunity. A when when the passion for that brand is there, mm-hmm. and they think that they're working with the right team. Uh, the team makes all the difference in the world, uh, and so. Uh, you do do the proper research, and you talk with enough people who have also bought into that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I believe, uh, you know, just genuinely, you're going to understand if this is the right fit for you or not. Yeah, you said something uh, really important there. I think, and and I know people like to say location, location, location. Uh, I personally like to say leadership, leadership, leadership. Uh, are you plugging into the right leadership and the right franchisee team? Uh, um, let me say you know, we at Franchise Gator, we actually put together a top 100 every mm-hmm. year, and I I scour through hundreds of FDDs, and the top of the Franchise Gator top 100 is not really populated with truly unique concepts. These are concepts that have been around for a long time, whether it is fast food or quick service or printing, um, mm-hmm. hair cuttery, but what makes those concepts as successful as they are, is, is the team that's in place. And, mm-hmm. and those people have the right amount of passion that um, uh, is infectious. And I think, you know, when people start to look into that, that's really what they buy into. 
and I don't think it's a show. It really, it really comes through when you dig into the numbers and you see how quickly they've expanded and you talk to the other franchisees and how excited they are. That really does. That starts from the top. Mm, agreed. And uh, to your point, franchising is such an incredible growth strategy. And, um, and you can't get more excited talent, right, in your, on your team than those that have invested in it and want to see it be successful. Absolutely. And, and that's why the, the process of bringing on the right people is, is so important. Um, if you get, I think we've, we've all heard stories where someone brings in maybe someone who's not the right fit. Mm-hmm. And that has far-reaching ramifications. It, it really hurts the whole process because if, if this one unit is not performing properly, uh, as other prospective franchisees start to call around and get the story of this mm-hmm. one franchisee, it hurts growth. And my point being that as someone is looking for a franchisee, understand that if the right leadership place, the right leadership team is in place, they really are going to look out for their best interest. They, are, they, they say, I want to award franchises, not sell them. Yes. And the right team in place is going to award a franchise if this person is the right fit. Because if this person's not the right fit, as I said, you know, it, it could be detrimental to the entire system. So understand that if you are talking to the right people, they are looking out for your best interest. Well said. Uh, real quick, so how do you know if franchising is the right path versus business ownership? Well, that's a that's a great question, and, and at its core, I think if you are able to follow direction ah. and work with within a system and understand that you are not 100% in charge of making all of your own decisions, mm-hmm. uh, and if you're okay with that and get excited about the brand that you are going to help grow – Franchising is right for you, but you need real. You do really need to be honest with yourselves because if you are uh, a true entrepreneur in the sense that you know you really need to do things all on your own, then franchising is not going to be for you. Yeah, and and I appreciate your honesty there because franchising is not for everybody, and it does require you to conform to some restrictive operating methods. Uh, and at the same time, that's the value of it because you're you're being given the recipe book, right? You're being given those proven methods of operation to be able to follow. Absolutely. If you want to open a McDonald's but you um, have a passion for pizza as well, don't think that you can open your McDonald's and put pizza <laughs> on the menu. And that's, that's the reason why these brands um, – uh, are as widespread as they are because mm-hmm. someone is uh, going into a McDonald's on the East Coast and on the West Coast and getting the same experience, and you got to buy into that. Mm-hmm. You, they will tell you at times how to spend your money, and, and, and we're talking redesigning um, your entire operation, for instance, because they're rebranding the name, they're rebranding the design. Um, and that might come out from left field a little bit, but again, this is the system that you you bought into. These are the things that you have to be prepared for if you're signing on as a franchisee. Absolutely. So uh, with that being said, let's talk about some of the benefits of franchising. Uh, buying into a system. Uh, mm-hmm. You are, the blueprint is out there. Um, it is not 100% on the franchisor to see the, the, the success of the, the franchisee. There's a lot of hard work involved. Oh, yes. Uh, so don't think that you're going to be able to step in and, and just have you know every the single day mapped out for you, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's as easy as that. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of local marketing that goes into uh, running a successful unit. 
Um, but the blueprint is there. And if you yeah. follow uh, the guidelines that's laid out for you, then uh, more than likely you're, you're, you are going to see uh, the level of success that you're, you're hopefully buying into. Absolutely. Um, you know, I kind of call it sometimes the franchise myth. Uh, I, I do think sometimes there's a, there's a false sense of, hey, if I just become a franchisee, um, then my customer acquisition will come. And uh, that is not the case. Uh, it, you are still a small business owner, even though you're not an independent business owner. You are still a small business owner, and you do have uh, – it's a lot of work. And yeah, I think you really also have to invest in, in the community. And mm-hmm. if you know how to tap into the community, that's going to be um, – you're going to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is why the – franchisor is expanding via franchising because they need people like you who have that passion. They're bringing that passion to the table and they can, they can exude that passion on a, on a local level. That is much easier done uh, by way of franchising. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's the value you're bringing to the table if, if you're a franchisee. But, you know, again, back to, you know, what are the benefits? You do have to um, really buy into that brand and really get excited by, by that brand. Those are the, uh, the, the type of franchisees that really do thrive. Agreed. So benefits, proven methods of operation that you're having the opportunity to license, uh, the ability to be part of a brand. And you have a lot of people to lean on, Uh, not Uh just at the the franchisor level. Uh, We recently did an interview with a franchisee at a concept called uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. This is a... (laughs) This is a like shop that, that sells <laughs> yeah, anything related to bird watching. It's fantastic. So when you think about unique opportunities, it doesn't get any more unique than that. But this is a fantastic um, uh, franchise concept, very successful. When we talk about our top 100, this is a concept that, that I'm giving them a nice plug here. They rank uh, very high, great leadership team. And I spoke with one of the franchisees, and she said it's unbelievable the amount of support they get, not just on the franchisor level, but from the other franchisees. These are people who have been there before. So when you're talking about um, something as simple as a, a Facebook campaign, uh, they're able to reach out to other people to find out what works, what doesn't work, or some other marketing on a, on a local level, or really anything. And, and, and that is fantastic, and that's something you're not going to get if you, you go out on your own. Uh, well said. And economies of scale. We don't want to forget about the benefits of economies of scale, right? A- uh, absolutely. And, you know, um, the ability to expand within that brand as well is mm. is always an option. So you're not limited. Um, you know, I, I I don't mean it I mean to make it sound like franchising has limitations as far as you know buying into a brand and 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 really not being off on your own. There there are plenty of franchisees out there that have really expanded and, and grown territories beyond one unit. Uh, the multi-unit owner oh, is a yes. big facet of the, of the franchising community. Absolutely, and. Uh, they're basically building their own little mini empire. Yeah, absolutely. Things. So let's talk about some different types of franchises that are out there that may not be so obvious. Well, you mentioned fast food, and that is the most obvious, right? <laughs> right. Uh, beyond that, um, I mean, it, it really it, it runs the gamut. In-home senior care is probably one of the hottest Mm. Uh, concepts that's out there right now, and there are a ton of Ooh. concepts in in that market right mm-hmm. now. I, I think we all know that um, it's it's a relatively low cost opportunity to get into, and we know that the market that they're catering to the sure. the baby boomers that you know it's continually growing. So that's a fantastic opportunity to buy into. Um, you know the the, the 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 wild bird unlimited. Uh, that one to me, uh, as far as unique, I mean that one is always the best example as far as I'm concerned. Um, 
I mean, there's there's opportunities out there. <clears throat> Excuse me, in the pet industry, uh, running from opening a pet store to actually you know picking up uh, dog waste on a lawn. Mm-hmm. That's an opportunity that's Absolutely. out there. Uh, in other words, I think whatever you're interested in, you're probably going to be able to find something that fits the bill. There's a there's a kickball league out there, uh, a franchise kickball league. Um, whatever your interests are, th- there's probably something to explore. Yeah, there's a business model designed around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and totally agree with you. And I always say, you know, it's interesting because franchising is all around us. Uh, but to your point, um, as a consumer, sometimes you just don't have that same heightened awareness. Uh, of what else out there, and that's the advantage of a franchise gator portal. Absolutely, and I, I think if you you start to explore and you really start to get in tune with it, you're, you're going to see that these strip centers that are out here, you know, ninety percent of them actually are populated by franchises, and you're going to start to say, you know, what I didn't realize that was a franchise. I didn't realize that that was a franchise. Mm-hmm. It, it just starts to become, uh, you know, pretty amazing how widespread the franchising world is. Exactly. Yeah, that person coming to work on your lawn, do your roof, those window treatments, good chance it's a franchise. Absolutely. Start, if you're interested, just start conversations with these people. That's, that's going to be your best route to understanding if it's the right, right path for you. Excellent. So, uh, Eric, if someone wanted to reach out to you and get in touch with you, what would be the best way to do that? Well, if they are interested in buying a franchise, head to the site, FranchiseGator.com. And just start your search. It's, it's free. All the information's free. We're going to put you in touch with the franchisors so you can really explore. We're, we're sort of that first step. We'll, we'll give you just enough information to pique your interest. If you are a franchisor and you are looking to get in front of the audience, come to the site again. And um, you, there, there's some uh, links there to get in touch with us as far as advertising. Um, and, and, you know, we, uh, we're, we're, we're excited to bring you on board and, and help you get in front of that, that widespread audience. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And, uh, do you dare hand out your phone number? Oh, sure. Um, you can reach me directly 678-748-3022. What is that again? 678-748-3022. You can email me eric.bell at franchisegator.com. Eric.bell at franchisegator.com. E- E-R-I-C. It sounds like it's spelled with a K. But it's ERIC. That's a joke. No, no. No one, no one gets that. But I'm boom. Yeah, exactly. Never really goes over well. I got to stop that. I always give courtesy laughs no matter thank what. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Really wonderful to have you on the show. And I know our listeners uh, appreciate just, hey, where do I even get started if I want to consider business ownership? Check out Franchise Gator. Thank you. A great place to start. Uh, we've got, uh, speaking about the different types of franchise formats that are out there and the ability to maybe even build your own mini empire, uh, we have another great guest who announced himself earlier. Uh, Larry, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. Uh, well, gosh, if you don't mind, I'd like to share our, uh, share a little bit about you. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. We've got Larry Duckworth. And uh, Larry is partnered with George Rathman for TAB, Central Atlanta. And by the way, TAB is an acronym. It stands for the Alternative Board. That's correct. Uh, Larry is uh, 35-plus years, a serial C-level executive of private and public companies, has taught leadership at three universities, and for GE Equity, has an MBA, uh, Beta Gamma Sigma National Business Honorary, you're really putting me to the test. If That's you, a Phi Beta Kappa business school. 
<laughs> I cannot say that five times in a row. Uh, obviously, you're an active business consultant, an executive coach, and um, I have to thank you for your service because I know you're a decorated U.S. Army veteran. Thank you. Very much appreciate it. Uh, you, ha- uh, you have authored the, uh, the Stop in Your Tracks, and help me out with this, uh, Primordial Leadership Book. Tell okay. me a little bit about that. Well, for actually about 40 years, I, I knew what people would do because your biggest intangible asset to business is the people. Mm-hmm. It's customers are people, partners are people, your employees are people, your family's people. Uh, the issue is how you have the best value for them, how, what motivates them. And I, I knew what to do, but I was always searching for why is that true. There's an old rule. A person who kn- knows uh, does a good job will always have a job. The person who knows the why of the job will always be the boss. Mm. So I was always searching for why. Mm-hmm. And someone put me on the neuroscience and sociobiology, and like, boom, there it was why we do what we do. So the book really goes into that uh, far below the past writings by Maslow and others to really get into why people do what they do and then how to turn that into results for them. If you give them results, you get results. It's a very simple model. Sure. Uh, It's law of of nature. So then the chapters go in how to do that. Uh, First two is about that issue, how what is human behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chapter three is about envisioning. Uh, because you, a, a, an envisioning leader will have followers even if he's a jerk. You know, they, 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 they tell us, like Steve Jobs, apparently very hard to work for, but the mm-hmm. guy had a great vision. People follow him right over a cliff. Sure. Uh, so envisioning is important. See where you want to go. Uh, and then values, et cetera. But then, then the rest chapter is what not to do, what to do, how to do it, and so forth. There's even a section of women leaders and so forth. Uh, why the glass ceiling does exist, mm-hmm. uh, what it does to... Um, how to break that glass and have it how to how to have it work for you oh good i'm well i'm already i'm definitely getting that book you also have have um authored six expanding amazon ebooks that's right the publisher said i want this to be about 270 pages so okay <laughs> i had written about 400 pages but uh so what i did and i respected that uh is i went out and expanded uh the some certain chapters into ebooks all of them up on Amazon, all under the Primordial Leader banner. Mm-hmm. And uh, B2B marketing, B2B selling, B2B sales management, strategic transformation, change management, and women leaders. There's a book on women leaders. Wonderful. And um, as you know, this is uh, a platform for education right. as well. Uh, and, you know, you obviously you have a lot of ebooks that people are able to access. And I, I just want to be able to put that site out there. Uh, I have it as uh, www. And I don't know if I am I saying this like primordial leader? Perfect. Yes. Dot com. Wow. Okay. But let's spell that. <laughs> P R I M O R D I A L leader, one word, dot com. The, up there are the PDFs of it. Uh, with Amazon, you can't have competing uh, ebooks uh, virtual. And so they have the ebooks, I have the PDFs, depending on what form they, the people want. Excellent. Gosh, wealth knowledge, um, and what a great resource. Uh, so let's talk about the alternative tab. Okay. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me about tab. Well, the, the little backstory is that I was always brought in by venture capitalists, private equity group, public boards to get companies accelerated. So I'd get them up and out, uh, basically what I do. And then always I'd probably stay six months or a year to help the transitions. I say, okay, what if nothing else happens? I better start looking at 
franchises, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the franchise model. You can start things from scrap, but all you got to do is pay for a lot of value if you buy a franchise, uh, depending on what your hot button is, basically, because you're getting all this model, what not to do, how to do it, some marketing, some processes, and so forth. That's very valuable. Absolutely. Um, and so if people just got to step up, all right, I'm going to pay for this and have all that value and get out of the gate very, very quickly. So I was looking around, and I really went after the business uh, coaching world was my real sweet spot, right? Mm-hmm. Leverage what I do and what I love doing, as a matter of fact. And eventually, uh, I looked at two or three, and then the tab came to me uh, after I'd left one company, kind of retired, semi-retired, and I really loved the model. I think they're the most meaty real value providing of all the options out there in that category. Yeah. They have great tools to use. Uh, they're the largest uh, advisory board facilitation, coaching, and consulting company in the world. Uh, have oh. well over 3,000 members. Mm. Um, the uh, facilitators are really, really powerful. Uh, they help a, a, an advisory board share with each other. Uh, we keep it to about 8 to 10 people, so every meeting, everybody can bring an issue that they have an opportunity or a problem, and the group with with what I call firm love, not tough love, they really help them (laughs) break it down into the parts because always the issue is way down underneath what you think it is. Mm. And you really break it up and and bring it down to that issue. Then they provide possible ideas. Uh, Then the uh, owner, president, CEO can say, okay, i got three ideas. I'm going to do this one. The issue is they have to decide what to do. We're not going to tell them what to do. And then we meet with them coaching-wise later. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then if they need a longer-term consulting help, we'll do that too. But they have to come to us for that. We never pitch that. Um, So we can help them along the full spectrum to be better. And statistically, they did a study that the TAB members have a 100% more growth than similar companies in the same SIC code. Mm -hmm. It's all about ideation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody knows everything. Nobody's close to knowing everything, right? And you get into a tunnel of ideas, and Tab gets one out of that tunnel. Uh, and it has tools back there. And one thing I'm very proud of is if you almost every day on my email, I get a discussion board question from a Tab member in UK mm-hmm. uh, or from Alabama or whatever saying, I've got a member who has this issue, uh, et cetera. And then the next day, there'll be 22 comments to that. Nice. ideas. It's a great infrastructure to have. Absolutely. Uh, you're really getting a lot of talent brought together uh, for issue X and issue Y mm-hmm. and uh, what not to do and that type of thing. So that's really the tab structure. I've uh, Since you had that bio, I've now been asked to be a co-area developer for North Georgia and East Tennessee, working with Bernie Moskowitz, a great friend, who mm-hmm. uh, as part of the infrastructure that tab puts in place to help franchisees be successful. Now, uh, let's back up a little bit. Talk about what a co-developer is. I support the f- co-franchisees. I work with them. I coach them a little bit. Um, I uh, also help them uh, uh, recruit members. I also uh, find new ones. We have a couple areas we're working on right now uh, to add new franchisees. So it's a multifaceted role sure. to help uh, franchisees be even more successful. 
Excellent. Yeah. And um, and just for our listeners, you know, there there are different roles as franchisees, single unit, multi-unit. That's exactly right. Or, and you're you're a, a developer. You have the developer format. Exactly right. right. It's, and, and they just came to me with that role. And I said, sure, I'd like to help people. I'm lucky. You know, I, I've never met a happy taker or an unhappy giver. I can uh, thank my parents for making me a giver. I like to help people. <laughs> and that's a key issue for a big uh, successful tab franchisee. You need to be a giver. You really want to help people. Uh, some other criteria I use are, have, do you have P&L experience? Mm. Because have you handled top line, bottom line, and everything in between? And I say it's not like the being, have, having been in the military, that beast, but you've seen a lot of beasts. You know, bad economy, needing money, can't get it, um, best employees lured away with double the pay type of thing, mm-hmm. all kind of trauma. And you learn to absorb that trauma. And so by having seen that beast, kind of nothing scares you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if guy has a gun, I'll bring a bigger gun. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just an attitude that you have having been in that seat and faced those pains and so forth. And that's a talent to pass on. Sure, absolutely. Uh, and it gives you a lot of confidence, you know, because mm-hmm. you're helping that member grow, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, we do a, a, one of the free tools we do is a disc assessment. You're probably all familiar with that. Yeah. And I personally look at having a high D, high I profile. Mm. You're going to help them get results, but they're going to like it. Yes. Yeah, basically. Um, and uh, so what we do is help them be successful. I like it. Um, and that high D is the driver influencer. Oh, exactly right. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I fall on the influencer side, okay. by the way. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> Oh, not obvious. <laughs> you have to learn to read those things, right? Yeah. I take that as a compliment, Pan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was. It was. Yeah. That's right. Thank Done. God for high eyes. That's right. They make the world go around. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, obviously, um, yourself and, and TAB as an organization helps owners, presidents, and C- CEOs to better grow their business. Right. Uh, help. Help me understand, you know, how does TAB help the business better contribute to personal goals? Well, we have a great question. We have a metaphor called a bicycle, and we use it all the time. The front wheel is where you want to go in personal life. Mm. The back wheel is your business propulsion, Mm -hmm. and they have to to support the front wheel. Mm. And and we use that all the time in who we are. We really care about personal things. It's amazing in these meetings because we're all just family etc. Half the issues come up are personal issues. I won't go into what they are, but we sit there and we sort from our heart how to help them deal with better relationship with their siblings, with better relationships with their spouse. Uh, the business is really causing some problems type of thing. And we spend a lot of time on that because that's part of that bicycle metaphor. We yeah. really care about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, and I say, now you got that bicycle. Now look at, there's one for a, a person right behind you pumping also. That's called the facilitator. And then seven or eight others behind that pumping also. That's the <laughs> other members of the board. So it gets you up those hills you're going to encounter. You will encounter hills as a CEO, president, or owner. And that's when you need some drafting. Exactly right. And, and it's a power. <laughs> Everybody's got a sprocket. They're pushing with you. Right? Then you have the tricycles and the, and the Harley Davidsons, too, <laughs> right? <laughs> we won't even get into those new, like, <laughs> motorized skateboards, oh, yeah. right? Get a helmet on. Get a helmet on. <laughs> oh, so, so nice. What, what else would you like to share with our listeners? Well, the issue is uh, if you're going to go into franchise, this is the thing. Understand that the model has a lot of value. You have to assess how much versus the cost, et cetera. Pick the one that's emotionally the best for you. If you like what you do, it's not work. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, basically. This happens to be what I like to do. Okay, I just it's like getting to play football for me. You know, like what hit somebody, um, and uh, you know it's just fun. I don't have to worry about getting up in the morning. I want to get up in the morning and go, yes. uh, type of thing, and then follow the model they lay out because that model's proven. The mm-hmm. mistakes are taken out. The type of thing. Um, and um, just go out and, and the final thing is whatever you do in business, help others. Uh-huh. There's a law of nature. If you give, you get. Don't even give to get. Just give to give. Everything else takes care of itself. Yeah. Err on the side of abundance and generosity. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Not scarcity. Very well said. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Email uh, Larry.duckworth at the alternative board, one word, dot com, or myself. 404-307-0033. And go ahead and repeat both of those. <clears throat> Larry Dot Duckworth at the Alternative Board, one word, dot com, 404-307-0033. Wow. Um, Eric wants to know if that's spelled with a C or a K. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both in his case. Yeah. Yeah, so well, sorry, well, Eric, well, I'm yeah. selling your material there. Yeah. <laughs> I promise it doesn't work as well. As <laughs> it's all in the delivery, man, yeah. <laughs> Okay, we got a bunch of comedians in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Wannabes. And again, looking at me, yeah. One day, one day. It's not a wannabe, it's one day, yeah. I think, Rich, I think you need to uh, become a member of TAB and really understand what your vision should be. Sounds good to me. I'm sold, whatever, yeah. I'll give you a dollar if I haven't done. We help people help themselves. Love it. That's really what we do. I mean, I just love that that premise where uh, collective minds can kind of gather. I've had several conversations with George. He's been in the studio and um, and in that comfortable environment. But also, sometimes you're in a bubble as a business owner, right? You are. You are. And you have your team members. You have yourself. But it's that think tank mindset. And uh, all you need is probably just one or two takeaways that could be a game changer for your business. Yes or yes? We always get in the bubble. It's 100% guaranteed you get in your own bubble. Yeah. It's human nature. It's uh, There's reasons in the book why you do that. But uh, uh, the issue is that's, that bubble is the danger. Yeah. You're self-limiting. Uh, and so this process is a very warm but kind of direct. We we stress accountability. If you say you're going to do something, we'll meet with you halfway between that and next meeting and help you that. But you come back and report back to the group. Hey, I said I was going to do this, and I didn't, or I did, or mm-hmm. I did even better. That accountability, what Jack Welch said is what gets measured gets achieved. Ah. And so we really stress. But it's, 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 not, it's not tough love. It's firm love. you right. got to mm-hmm. go back and say, I, I did it or I screwed up or whatever. We don't care what the answer is as long as you're accountable. Mm-hmm. Peer exchange and accountability exactly go right. really far. Excellent. Well, believe it or not, um, we have uh, we have another guest in the studio that I did not announce earlier because it's kind of a surprise announcement. And uh, we are super excited to have Social Joey back in the studio. Uh, let me go ahead. We've got uh, two folks from Social Joey, Mike and Ken. Mike, would you go ahead and just introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, this is Mike. Oh, is it on? Okay, I just can't hear myself. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's the best part about talking is getting to hear yourself. So no, but uh, I'm Mike McDowell, I'm the general manager at Social Joey, and uh, glad to be here and uh, excited about uh, the announcement. I guess that you'll make shortly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Don't be stealing my thunder. I won't, I won't. Don't steal my. She'll thunder. take you outside or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm small with big stick. <laughs> uh, and Ken. 
Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I am uh, Ken Douglas and work with the team at Social Joey on the business development side of the house. So yes. Excited to talk to folks about social media, how we can help improve and, and generate some results for them. Right. Well, let me let me just go ahead and make the big announcement, and then I, I'd like to dive into a little bit more about Social Joey as well. Uh, Social Joey is now formally the sponsor of Franchise Business Radio Show. And applause. <laughs> <laughs> this, this audience is going out of control here. Right? Yeah. Where the stadium show up? Whatever. Yeah. I, I was like, I see the iPhone well, lighters. Well, we have we have quite a, in, in celebration of the event. We have quite a few people joining us uh, in their, our gallery here. But Social Joy, I mean, I think they bought their own arena here. Yeah. Well, that's what they do in social media, right? Yeah. Get it out to the yeah, masses. We, we stopped by SunTrust Park. Yeah, on the right, way. They nice. said there were some Uber yeah, people right, sitting right, down there. Nice. Nobody showed up. We just brought them with us. So. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and, and, and to that point, Rich, you're right. I, I'm just talking about the guests. We have a lot of observers in yeah, the studio yeah. right now, and um, it's almost like how many people can fit in a telephone booth, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, here we are. <laughs> no, and, as long and, as they didn't bring their bicycles, we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, again, though, we're we're just super duper excited about uh, Social Joey sponsoring Franchise Business Radio Show, and uh, let's go ahead and tell us a little bit about Social Joey. Yeah, so so um, we, we talked about this. I know on the last show a little bit, but. Um, one of the things I guess that makes us unique is um, our partners and the people that founded our company are actually franchisees, uh, master franchisees with American Family Care. So um, our company was really built out of a need um, more than anything that they had as master developers um, for uh, for the Tennessee um, and, um, well, I guess East Tennessee market. Um I guess a lot of franchises have, have done a great job of branding themselves corporately, but mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of them haven't taken that step down to the franchisee level. And so a lot of times they're, they're forced on their own to find content and post every day. Um, and they said, you know, this is a lot of work. It takes a lot of time to do this. And uh, so, so they partnered with a, a, a PR firm that they were working with um, for, for their development and things. And, and, our, and our company was born really, and, and it's unique because we come from – the franchise background, right? It's right. not that, you know, we were just some media conglomerate and said, hey, social media is the newest thing. Um, you know, we have experience building brands and building franchise locations as the at that franchisee level and also at the, at the franchisor level. And so for us, we looked at the challenges that we were experiencing and said, you know, let's create a product or create a company really uh, with a product that solves the problem that, mm. that we're having because mm-hmm. if we're having the problem, everybody's having the problem. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's uh, just kind of a 10,000 foot quick, you know, summary of, of where we are and uh, excited about the market, uh, love the franchise space. We've been doing it for a long time and uh, excited to be able to serve the industry um, uh, from the supplier side, which is the sure. newer part for us. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, we, and you know, you hit on something there. Uh, you know, I think so many businesses arise from trying to fix a problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and also sometimes I, I think we learn, we learn by experience, obviously, yeah. but when something's missing, it's all the, the ahas go off, yeah, right? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, why did you decide to sponsor Franchise Business Radio? Yeah, so, so one of the things that um, really hits home for us, you know, we've been a part of the, the franchising world for a while, um, as I said, with franchisors, franchisees, um, and, and the franchise community just does such a good job of talking about helping others and, and mm. serving the community itself. Um, you know, the, the, there's all these different ways to get involved, um, helping with 
IFA and, and different things, um, you know, some of the, the political drives that they do. There's just always something going on that talks about serving and giving back to the franchise community. And um, when we came on uh, last month and we were talking about uh, everything and we saw what you guys were doing, we were just inspired because we see it as an awesome opportunity because the thing we hear from franchisors, um, you know, whether they're in California or Florida, it's always, man, we just have such a, a difficult time getting in front of the right audience and, and having that, that platform. Uh, and so when we were sitting here, and I think uh, it was Shoney's that was with us, you know, and, uh-huh. and she was talking about how cool it was to have a platform like this to be able to share with people who are looking for business opportunities and looking for franchise opportunities um, and, and, you know, with the, the captive customer base and listener base and, and podcast base that, that we have uh, with, with the show. Um, it was just an awesome opportunity that we saw, again, a need uh, of them needing a platform and, and a service like this is so valuable to that franchise or to be able to, to just say, you know, here's who we are, here's what we do. And then on the supplier side as well, being able to get your story out there because that's, you know, you know it's, it's so intimidating walking into IFA the first time and you see all these massive booths and all these people that are spending, <laughs> I mean, really, and it everybody's kind of laughing, but, but it, it's almost intimidating when you walk in as the new guy on the street. And um, this is really that step into, hey, I can tell you what I do. And, and there's people that are listening and they care about what the, the content that's being produced on this show and mm-hmm. uh, being able to provide a channel like that for, for people into the franchising space was was big for us because we went through those struggles, right? It, it's intimidating yeah. walking in and, and seeing, you know, constant contact to, you know, oh, it seems like every time you look at them, it's like, God, they have just an unlimited budget. What is going on right now? But 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 you, you look at a lot of these places and you're like, how am I ever going to get my name out there? And, and we just see this as an awesome platform and an awesome opportunity uh, for suppliers, for franchisors to uh, to be able to, to share their message and, and get in front of the people that they care about. So. Excellent. I very much have a relationship community. Yeah, it, for it, sure. It really is. Uh, well, t- tell us a little bit about what is it that you do for franchisees? Yeah, so, so probably... Um, again, the, the challenge that we talked about was, um, you know, you've got these franchisees who are running their business and they're following the models and they're doing the things they're supposed to be doing as franchisees. Um, but a lot of times, unless they, you know, have the budget to hire somebody internally to run social media, it's really become its own kind of animal, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you've got marketing and then it's like social media is almost like its own animal in that. And, and so a lot of people are looking at that and saying, do I need to hire another person, you know, and pay them a salary and benefits and all this stuff just to handle Facebook? Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and YouTube and all this stuff. And um, for us, we looked at that and we said, you know, at the franchisor level, that's probably possible. At the franchisee level, a lot of times it, it's not feasible. And so uh, we created the company because there wasn't a lot of people that could actually create the content for companies mm. at that local level. Um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of franchisors will do a good job of pushing stuff down uh, at the franchisee level, but somebody's still got to log in and post it, right? And, that's right. And that's been the heavy burden that that we have brought to the market and said, hey, we can take care of that for you, whether it's, it's corporate driven and they're handing us content to distribute and localize, or whether it's, hey, we need to create this from scratch. Yes. and post it at the local level. That, that's really been the thing that, um, that that we've been able, I think, to provide to the industry um, and specifically to the franchisee is that support system. And um, I guess, you know, again, we sometimes, sometimes have to remind ourselves that that franchisee is a small business owner. That's right. And it's really difficult to wear all of those hats. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think along along with that, I love the the fact that you point out that that they are a small business owner. Probably one of the most difficult things, um, and one of the biggest challenges we hear from franchisees is it's so hard for people to understand that I'm not some conglomerate, mm-hmm. right? I'm a mm-hmm. local guy. I feed my family from you coming in and letting me cut your grass, or or uh, you said play kickball, right? Like like this is how I'm feeding my kids, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and, and I'm here, and I'm in this community, and I'm a part of the local chamber of commerce. I'm not just some, you know, uh, you know, big, big guy in the sky and, and corporates funding this whole thing. Um, and so getting that message out there is important. And because people care about, you know, there's been this big movement with millennials of buy local, right? Right. Um, and that's only going to get more important in uh, presenting those franchisees as that we, we are local. Just because we have a big brand name doesn't mean I'm not the local guy in your community. And, and social media is a really great platform to get that message out there specifically because you can cater the content to, hey, we've got this craft fair going on in our little downtown market, right? Yes. Um, and, and that's that, that's probably the thing um, that, that we see such a, a strong benefit for the franchisees from is being able to get that local message out there. So. Yeah, and if they're not maximizing these social media sites... Well, they they don't have a presence, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's like, you know, I think we talked about it la- last time, right? Like right. Facebook's already created the pages; they're right. already sitting there, and mm-hmm. they're either unclaimed, and people are writing on them, and, and so somebody's got to do something with it, and, right? And that's the that's the fear for for us is like, man, we've got all these awesome brands with an awesome story to tell, right. um, and and you've got an opportunity to do that, and it's taking advantage of that for sure. Maximize, yeah. maximizing it. Um, you've got a platform to to use and to do it and to create that presence. That's right. uh, Yeah. And um, I will say this as a small business owner myself, I admittedly so, it's just so overwhelming to have to also manage that part of the business. And then to make things even a little bit trickier, the Internet is constantly changing. (laughs) Google. So it's not just even managing, let's say, the pages. It's understanding what's going on in the background and keeping up with all the new algorithms that are coming out. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. Lord, my head's spinning just thinking about it. Um, well, you know what? Um, we know there are a lot of suppliers in the franchise space. Uh, what makes Social Joey unique? Yeah. Yeah, so... so- you know, one of the things we run into a lot of times when we're talking to, to brands is, oh, well, I have a PR firm, right? And, and they're doing my social media. And, and, and we're not, um, I think one of the most uh, things that I say over and over and over again, I guess, is, you know, we're not in competition with them. We're, we're never going to be Scorpion, right? Like mm-hmm. they're an awesome brand. We work with them on a lot of accounts. Uh, we're never going to be that super high-end PR firm that's going to come to your location and shoot custom video. Um, th- that's not the, the space that we're trying to pr- provide services. In. And, and that's really been the, the biggest thing is um, we're there for support for the franchisees. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's really the thing that, that we've seen that's been our unique value prop. A lot of those bigger companies, they can't service that, that kind of, of, of volume because you'd have to hire 200 employees to write that much content. Uh, and we've already got that structure and that foundation in place. And so um, th- there's some pieces that, that um, we can provide that we don't really – see a lot of other suppliers even going down that route because they care about serving, you know, corporate and, and doing their, and that's okay. And, and sure. that's a thing of its own. And, mm-hmm. and we don't, we don't want to 
we don't want to compete with that or, or we're not trying to get into that space. Um, what we care about is there's franchisees all over the country that want that same kind of service. They want that same level of, of, of branding on social media, that same level of advertising on social media. Um, and, and most most franchises are not in a place where they can support that at the local level. And that's our really unique value prop in the industry is, is we can take care of it because they don't have time to post. They don't have time to learn the the algorithms like you said mm-hmm. and, and Facebook ads manager and business manager and locations and claiming their Google My Business <laughs> they don't have time to, to deal with all that right. and and we're a support system that can come in and, and honestly probably a, a way too cheap of a price but <laughs> but uh, but but at a really low cost for that that franchisee and, and be able to take care of that so they never have to lift a finger never have to think about it nice. uh, and it's going to run every day for them and and, and um, they know it's going to be professional they know it's going to be right uh, and it's going to give them a, a strong brand so. Absolutely. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you, learn a little bit more specifics about your services and packages... How would they go about doing that? Yeah, so, so Ken would probably get really angry if I didn't give you his email address instead of mine. But <laughs> so, so probably probably the easiest way is to email Ken, and it's just Ken K E N with with a K, not a C. Uh, <laughs> that joke. We're, we're going to help you. It's going to get traction. A lot of mileage. Oh, it's going viral already. Yeah, we don't know why. But yeah, <laughs> but but it's Ken K E N at socialjoey.com. Uh, you can check out our website again. There's a contact form there. Our phone number and everything will be listed there. Socialjoey.com, uh, and uh, and you can. Get Get the, the basic information, the pricing's there, the packages are there, uh, and what it looks like for, for franchises and, and things like that. So, yeah, so that's probably the easiest way. If you want to email me, feel free. Um, it's Mike, M-I-K-E, at socialjoey.com. And, you know, that, and I don't know why. I just like that name, Social Joey. It's just so <laughs> easy to remember. <laughs> I, I guess that's it. And, and, of course, I know we're in the radio, but, of course, you got the little yeah. uh, logo, the kangaroo logo as well. I can. do you have a phone number you would like to, to put out there to our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, 423-987-6311. And just to, to build uh, a little bit on what Mike said earlier about the opportunity to serve. Yes. And that's what attracted us to this opportunity to, to help sponsor the show and to build on, on, on what Larry said. Um, a lot of times I'll come across franchises who are in desperate need of social media, and I want to educate. Mm-hmm. I want to help them get their social media in space. And if, if we're not the company or if it's not the right time for them to work with us, let me give you some tips and techniques so you can do it right. Yes. And they always come back later. Yes. And end up being a customer. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. So right. we want to educate. We want to serve those folks in this space. Well, I, I um, obviously, when we were first talking about you being the sponsor of the Franchise Business Radio Show, uh, one that thing was extremely clear was we had the same philosophy yeah. of what we were trying to achieve. And um, as you know, this platform is really designed to bring franchise professionals and resources together for the purpose of connecting, educating, and collaborating to serve the franchise community. So, um, obviously, it's a it's a good little marriage, and I'm and I'm <laughs> and I'm happy to have you um, a, a part of the Franchise Business Radio Show. Thank you for that. Thank you. Wow, what a great show! I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for uh, being guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show. And just to sort of wrap up, I do want to just go around the studio, and if you could please provide uh, again your name, your company, and the best way to reach you. And uh, we're going to pop over to Eric. 
With a C? With a C. <laughs> no one's going to forget that. No. <laughs> so it's FranchiseGator.com, FranchiseGator.com. That's the website. Uh, you can always reach me at 678-748-3022 or Eric.Bell, E-R-I-C.Bell at FranchiseGator.com. And thanks again for having me. The guests were fantastic. Great, great information. Great. Thank you. Larry. Uh, Larry Duckworth with the Alternative Board, or TAB. Uh, we're always interested in franchisees and members of different advisory boards. If you have interest in either, give me a call uh, uh, at uh, 404-307-0033. My email is larry.duckworth at thealternativeboard.com. Excellent. So happy to have you on the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and Ken. That's very simple. Ken, K-E-N, at socialjoey.com, and the phone number is 423-987-6311. And Mike? And Mike McDowell with Social Joey. Mike, M-I-K-E, at socialjoey.com, and uh, you can call me if you want, 423-584-1544. I think he's looking for uh, friends to chat with on that drive back home. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we sat in traffic for a long time this morning, so yeah, it'd be nice to have some company. Welcome to Hot Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so from Chattanooga to Atlanta, and so how would folks get in touch with you, Pam? Uh, yeah, for anyone who's um, interested in obviously looking at franchise ownership, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, Obviously, I have access to a lot of incredible resources that will really be able to help you navigate those waters of a franchise selection. The best way to reach me is 847-970-8765. And, of course, you can always send me an email. Uh, email is pam at franchiseintellect.com. And, Eric, I'm going to play off of you. I, I always feel like I have to spell intellect. I <laughs> <laughs> it's intellect with an I N T E L L E C T dot com. So Pam at franchiseintellect dot com. And thank you very much for all of our listeners and um, supporters of Franchise Business Radio. Absolutely. Before we uh, roll out the jingle here, just uh, share for a moment how you help people. Uh, it, you know what's in your wheelhouse, and um, explain your role if you take just a minute. Yeah. No. Thank you very much. Uh, really, what my role is 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 I am an independent franchise consultant, and I specifically work with individuals who are considering franchise ownership. Easiest way to think about it is I am a business matchmaker. And, uh, you know, if anyone is, is looking at franchising, please give me a call. I also do some consulting specific with franchisors and am very effective on the training side and uh, really kind of helping them put some infrastructure um, in place and assisting in some areas of training as well. And if you don't catch her in Atlanta, the, uh, you spend half your time in Charleston, so either one. <laughs> right? That's right. I, I, I need friends to chat with on the drive. <laughs> All right, nice. So everybody's uh, – it's called Windshield Radio. Yeah, that's our next show, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time, but, but check out the brand-new outro with Social Joey. Check it out. Thank you again for joining Pam Curry and her guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at – franchiseintellect.com also made possible in part by social joey the social media experts that provide a hyper local presence for your franchise more info at socialjoey.com use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at franchisebusinessradio.com